This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, January 28th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Dallin. Here's today's headlines. Experts talk SGMA at Irrigation Conference. China pledges to speed reforms, and Purdue pushes EU on biotech and trade. Experts say SGMA is more about collaboration than plans. Groundwater agencies have just three days to submit their plans under the Sustainable Groundwater Management Act and to avoid state control of their basin. Those plans took up most of the conversation at the annual conference for the California Irrigation Institute yesterday. Derek Williams, a hydrologist with Montgomery and Associates, said agencies should aim for equitable, flexible, and supportive plans and ensure all stakeholders feel they are treated equally and can live with the results. That means having everyone agree to the format for dividing up the water. Mike Wade of the California Farm Water Coalition cautioned that water management decisions like this, quote, have a real effect on people throughout California, across the country, and in other countries as well. He laid out convenience options that could move water around the San Joaquin Valley more efficiently for both farmers and habitat. This could include new canals or reversing the flow on existing canals. Fresno State water expert Thomas Esqueda kept it simple. He said the water resilience portfolios got a lot of cool stuff in there and a lot of words, he said. But at the end of the day, it's going to come down to people working with people to get stuff done. Keep in mind, several speakers pointed out that despite the deadline, the plans will continue to evolve over the next 20 years. Many basins still may not achieve total sustainability in that time. One small town inspires statewide regulations on Telone. Staff for the Air Resources Board released recommendations yesterday for an emissions reduction program focused on a seven-mile radius around Shafter, a town of 17,000. The report encourages the Department of Pesticide Regulation to develop statewide regulations on 13D, known as Telone. The suggestions are based on feedback from a local steering committee that includes six environmental justice advocates and 19 local residents. CARB will consider adopting the recommendations and may approve the proposed emission reduction plan under AB 617 at a public hearing in Shafter on February 13th. Remember, in October, DPR shared that its options for further regulating 13D could include a 3,500-foot buffer zone, mandatory tarping for 14 days, or a 40-acre application cap. The actions are in response to a one-time spike in parlier of just one part per billion above DPR screening level out of more than 3,000 readings. A Farm Equity Center proposal advances to State Senate. The Assembly yesterday passed AB 838, a two-year agriculture bill that was shelved last spring. The bill proposes a center to provide support to socially disadvantaged farmers. In testimony last year, UC Farm Advisor Ruth Dahlquist-Willard said, In Fresno and Tulare counties combined, we have about 8,000 small farms. Many more are in the area between Fresno and Sacramento where we don't have small farm advisors. The Asian Business Resources Center said Hmong farmers are just one piece of the Central Valley, but there's a huge community up in Merced, Stockton, Sacramento, and Yuba that have not been touched. USDA officials face questions on conservation. Lawmakers will be taking a look today at how USDA is implementing changes to conservation programs made by the 18 Farm Bill. 
Matt Lohr, the chief of the USDA's Natural Resources Conservation Service, and Richard Fordyce, the administrator of the Farm Service Agency, will be testifying this morning before a House Agriculture Subcommittee. FSA is in the middle of enrolling landowners for the Conservation Reserve Program, so the hearing could provide a read on how that's going. It is the first general sign-up in four years for CRP. USDA expects to be the largest enrollment in nearly a decade. China vows to speed up subsidy reforms. China's promising to move quickly to change the way it subsidizes its corn, wheat, and rice farmers, and the U.S. is applauding the effort, according to new World Trade Organization documents. China only has about two more months to cut its corn, rice, and wheat subsidies in order to meet the March 31 deadline it agreed to after losing the WTO challenge filed with the U.S. a little more than three years ago. Canada's Deputy Prime Minister urges quick USMCA approval. The Canadian Parliament needs to act quickly to ratify the U.S.-Mexico-Canada agreement, according to Deputy Prime Minister Krista Freeland. She spoke with the lawmakers as they prepared to begin considering the renegotiated trade pact. USMCA, which goes by the acronym CUSMA in Canada, has come under fire by some politicians there. But Freeland defended the deal as necessary to save the core of the original North American Free Trade Agreement. Purdue raising biotech issues in Brussels. Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue, who's traveling in Europe this week, used a stop in Brussels to push European Union leaders to ease restrictions on agriculture biotechnology. According to a report by Euroactive, Purdue told reporters yesterday that EU policymakers are willing to make decisions based on sound science, but he said there was some anxiety regarding the ability to counteract some of the NGOs who are out of uh, here spreading fear regarding hazard-based rather than a risk-based approach. Beer Wars Part 2, Anheuser-Busch Pushes Organic. Last year, beer giant Anheuser-Busch angered corn growers and its chief rival, by using Super Bowl advertising to attack Miller Coors for using corn syrup to brew its beer. This year, Anheuser-Busch is getting into the issue of organic agriculture. Coming Sunday, the company will be running an ad offering to convert one square foot of farmland to organic agriculture for every bottle of Michelob Ultra Pure Gold that the company sells. The ambition of Michelob Ultra Pure Gold is not only to brew beer in its organic form, but to transform the organic industry, according to the Michelob website. But keep this in mind. A beer drinker would have to buy 7,266 packs of the organic light lager to convert one single acre of land. Here's today's He Said It. We will see more change in the next five years than anything we've experienced over the past 15 that Michael Dykes, president and CEO of the International Dairy Foods Association, at the group's annual dairy forum yesterday. He expects to see continued consolidation, as well as more public scrutiny on the industry, with changing consumer demands and preferences for our products. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, January 28th. It's brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West... I'm Jeff Allen.